0: Hey there. I'm really glad that you've come to check out the KZMC weekly teaching. My name is Ryan Yancey, and I'm the lead pastor. KZMC gathers together for worship every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. in person. You can also join us by our live stream available on YouTube. If you're from the area and you're not already connected to a church, we'd love to have you come join us. You can find the full details at kzmc.ca. It's my hope and it's my prayer that God will speak to you through this teaching. May you have a marvelous day. So today I would like for us to turn our eyes towards Jesus, to make the main thing the main thing. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm going to read from Hebrews chapter 12. Now, Hebrews chapter 12 Starts out with therefore. So before we do that, though, I would just like to have a prayer. So God is, thank you for this day. I thank you, God, for the way that you work in our lives, and I thank you, God, for your love and your care and your your grace and your mercy to each of us. Thank you, God, for for being with us uh, no matter what we go through. And Lord, as we think of today about uh, turning our eyes towards you, Jesus, Lord, that. Uh, as we look at making the main thing the main thing to serve and follow you, Lord, I pray that you will help us to uh, hear your words today by your spirit. God, move in our hearts and our lives. I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. So, like I said, chapter 12 begins with therefore, and we know that that is something that is there because of something previously. So if we look back in chapter 11, chapter 11 is sometimes known as the faith chapter. And uh, it says in there that now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. And then we have a list of uh, numerous people that are commended for their faith like Enoch and Moses and Noah and Abraham and Jacob and Joseph, and so many more other people that are unnamed, and and circumstances and events that, that were counted as being faithful. And then we get to chapter 12, and it says, begins with, therefore. So I'd like to read Hebrews chapter 12, beginning with verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. In your struggle against sin, you have not resisted to the point of shedding your blood. And have you completely forgotten this word of encouragement that addresses you as a father addresses his son? It says, my son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline. And do not lose heart when he rebukes you because the Lord disciplines the one he loves and he chastens everyone he accepts as his son. Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? If you're not disciplined and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. Make level paths for your feet so that the lame may be disabled, may not be disabled, but rather healed. So here in chapter 12, there's a few of those verses that I really want us to, to look closely at. Uh, and to think about. One is to turn your eyes on Jesus. It says, let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Now, you know what? We don't know what is ahead of any of us. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen this afternoon or today. We don't know. We don't know what today looks like for any of us. We don't know what tomorrow holds but we do know who holds the future you know i remember my dad saying this quite often when he was talking about what he was going to do today or tomorrow he would always say the lord willing i will go do this or i will go there and that's based on a scripture in james 413 to 15 which says now listen You who say, today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make money. Why? Do you not know that even what will happen tomorrow, you don't know? What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. So the point of that matter is is that we don't know what is going to happen even in the next moment. We don't. And then we get to verse two of Hebrews chapter two, where it says, "Let's fix our eyes on Jesus." And you know what? To fix your eyes on something means that you want to uh, look. You maybe even want to stare at something. So my question is for myself and for you, is that what we're doing? Are we fixing our eyes on Jesus? And is that our focus, especially in the days and times we're living in now? You know, have you ever seen something that's out of focus? Like maybe um, a picture from years back. I know now most cameras, they will uh, self-adjust, but there are still some cameras that you have to focus. And if you want to see something that's not very nice to look at as a picture out of focus or I even remember when we used to have uh, the songs on the overhead and if it was out of focus, it was not very easy to see. So it's something out of focus is is uh, not really very good to look at. And so I think sometimes we may may need to make an adjustment of what we are looking at so that we see Jesus clearly. Maybe we need an adjustment on our, our prayer life. Or maybe we need adjustment about our Bible reading or lack thereof. Maybe, maybe we need adjustment in what we're looking at. Or maybe we need adjustment in how we are spending our time. Like TV or the internet or Facebook or Twitter. Or, and, uh, and then we don't really have quite enough time to spend on our spiritual health. Maybe that's you, maybe that's me. We need to look at within ourselves to see what our focus really is. So what has been our focus over this past year? I think some of us have turned our focus away from our walk with Jesus and have allowed ourselves to become distracted in the things of this life. You know, I've talked to numerous people and they've shared that they have allowed the troubles of this world to take priority and they've lost lost focus on what is really important, which is following Jesus in all of life. And then I've also talked to some people that have recognized that what has happened over time and they have turned their priority back to God and a zeal to see Jesus in their lives. They've turned away from this fear and this weary and they've put their trust back into God. My question for you and I today is, Where do you find yourself? We have a choice to make. Do we believe the world or do we believe the Lord? We have to live in this world, that's true. We just need to discover how not to be of this world. The reality is this. You cannot serve both. You will either serve God Or the world. That's the choices. The world tells us that we need to be rich and we need to be successful. We need to be outgoing. We need to be louder. We need to be outgoing and beautiful. You name it. You can put other things there as well. As Christians, the world is not our maker. God is. And the world should never be our master. However, sometimes we we do allow that to happen. Telling us what to believe, how we should act, what we should say or not say. The words seem louder than God's words some days. That's why it is critical. It is critical to know and hear the word of God. What about you? Have you had a greater concern about this, this earthly life in this last year? Have you allowed weary to be your companion or fear? There's a s- singer named Zach Williams that sings a con- song called Fear is a Liar. And we know that that is true. If you've never heard it, uh, go look on YouTube and, and listen to that song. Fear is a Liar by Zach Williams. I find it very inspiring to hear the words that he sings. In Colossians 3, 1 to 4, it is written, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. And you know, as we turn our eyes to Jesus and desire to follow him in this earthly life, we will embrace those words written beginning with verse 12. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive each other. And if you have any grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. We know this will not be the way of the world. We know that's not going to happen but for Christians it can be and it should be. Can you relate to the words of this song? This is an older song that uh, was written back in 1918 by a lady named Helen Lemo. Helen was born in England in 1863 and in her later years and after many years of being blind. She was described as a person with joy and enthusiasm in spite of her very meager belongings. When asked how she was doing, she would always reply these words, I'm doing well in the things that count. So these are the words that I would like to share with you that she wrote. And I think if you listen to these words, it will speak to your heart oh soul are you weary and troubled no light in the darkness you see there's light for a look at the savior and life more abundant and free and then the course is turn your eyes upon jesus look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Then the other verses. Through death into life everlasting he passed, and we follow him there. Or our sin no more hath dominion, for more than conquerors we are. His word will not fail you, he promised. Believe him and all will be well. Then go to a world that is dying. His perfect salvation to to tell. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. So what are our our eyes focused on today? You know, three weeks ago, we celebrated Easter and the victory Jesus had over death. And on Good Friday, we focused about the pain and agony that Jesus endured and he suffered as he was beaten. And then he was hung on a cross. He was nailed to a cross, a cruel death that breaks our hearts. To the disciples and his followers, It was heartbreaking to believe in Jesus as the Savior of the world, only to see Him die. We knew on Good Friday night that it was not the end of the story. And even though Jesus told His disciples and His followers what was going to happen, they did not understand. They did not comprehend the reality. And then came Easter morning, the empty tomb. And we celebrate that Jesus was raised to life. He shed his blood for our sins. In those times on Easter weekend, it may be easier to focus, to turn our eyes towards Jesus. Now we are three weeks removed from remembering those events. How do we live and still remember the main thing That the things of our earthly life are so temporary. You know what? I'm not saying that there are other things that are not that we do not need to focus on. I believe we need to focus on relationships. We need to focus on friendships. On loving our neighbors as ourselves. Always remembering. Always remembering that we never forget what our main focus needs to be. You know, over the years, I've read lots of stories about regrets of people. They're usually stories about how work became their main thing, their focus. One of the stories I recall was at the retirement party for a very successful CEO of a major company. And in his speech, he said these things, I know you want my job and I'll tell you how to get it. And you could hear a pin drop as the young executive sat there leaning forward to hear what kind of advice this CEO would give them. So he went on to describe, this CEO went on to describe that uh, his daughter had gotten married the previous week. And he admitted he did not even know the basic things about his daughter. He hadn't went to any plays. He hadn't listened to her. He didn't know what her favorite color was. He he basically knew nothing much about his daughter as he gave her away at her wedding day. He was never involved in her life. He had missed out on building all kinds of relationships with his daughter. And then the CEO, CEO ended his speech by saying, that's the price I paid for this job. And if you want to pay that price, you can have it. Over the years, I have worked hard at learning how to focus when someone talks to me. It was not always that way. My, my, my wife Marlene would sometimes call me at work and ask me to stop by the store and bring something home with me. I don't know how many times I forgot because I did not focus on that conversation. I could have used all kinds of excuses of why, but the reality was that I didn't focus and didn't listen. So one day I determined that I was going to, when when Marlene called me and asked me for something, I was going to focus specifically on what she was saying. No matter what was going on, whether I was in the middle of, of something, I was going to focus on what she was saying. And there was a huge improvement. In my remembering to pick up things or or take something home and I'm sure that if you were to ask her that she would remember that that my memory improved when I started doing this so even now when I'm having conversations with my grandchildren I will stop what I am doing I will make eye contact whether I'm looking at my phone or whether I'm looking at a, my tablet, whatever I'm doing, I will stop reading, I will stop doing what I'm doing, and I will listen to what they're saying. And the same is for you. If you call me or text me, I will try to very carefully listen to what you have said or, or what you have written, recognizing that I don't always get it right or I don't always read it correctly but I want to." So there are many things we can focus on, but the absolutely, the absolute main thing is to make the main thing the main thing, which is a quote attributed to Stephen Covey. The main thing for Jesus was to seek and save the lost. And ours should be the same. Luke Luke 10, 19, 10 says, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Jesus knew what he was here for. He had a mission. And before he was taken up into heaven, he gave these instructions. Our mission. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. You know, Jesus was asked a question, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and all of your mind. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. So my question is, where do you find yourself today? Are you focusing on the things that really matter? Am I focusing on the things that really matter? Well, my hope and prayer for each of us is that we make the main thing the main thing to fix our eyes on jesus and live life to the fullest and trust jesus with the future i will close with these words from philippians 4 verses 4 to 8 rejoice in the lord always i will say it again rejoice let your gentleness be evident to all The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. So I'll just close with a prayer. God, I thank you for this day. I thank you, Lord, that you will uh, speak to the lives of each one of us, what your spirit is saying to us today. Lord, may we continue to put our faith and our hope and our trust in you and in you alone. Lord, help us not to get distracted in this world. And Lord, help us to live each day to serve you faithfully, to follow you, to walk in a way that you would have us to go. Be with us, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.